Welcome listeners, but take heed. We will say whatever we need to share our knowledge, thoughts, and joy, and even things that do annoy. So join us now, but be aware. We have a tendency to swear. We'll dial it back a little bit. But frankly, we don't give a shit. Welcome to a special episode of Just Keep Rolling that will henceforth be called Potterheads A History. I'm Ellen. I'm Katie. And for this one, we are joined by Carly Ferguson, our very first patron and one of our very first of most things for this cast, really. So welcome and thanks for joining us, Carly. Hi, guys. Uh, We also just wanted to wish you all a happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. We're so happy to have you listening and sharing the joy of Harry Potter with us this holiday season. As we are working on expanding this podcast and asking for support through Patreon to do so, we decided to create our very first episode of Potterheads A History. This will typically be an extra podcast for patrons, but we wanted to share this one with everyone so you can get an idea of some things we might be doing with it. In this one in particular, it is our Christmas episode, and we're going to talk about some Christmas traditions in the Muggle world, America, and UK, as well as traditions that happen at Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. We also want to talk about the Potterhead gift wish list. Yes. And Carly is going to tell us about what happens with birthdays at Hogwarts. Particularly because at the end of this month, it is her birthday. It is. Happy birthday, Carly. It will be. 27 will be sweet. Oh, you're such a baby. (laughs) I also want to wish a happy birthday to my husband. who is His birthday is actually today on this very day that we are recording this. So he is officially a decade older than you, Carly. (laughs) That old bastard. (laughs) I'm going to pretend like I'm a lot younger than him. (laughs) Yeah, let's pretend that. See how it works. So we wanted to to launch this episode off by talking about our own personal Christmas traditions. Um, Mm -hmm. Mine have kind of changed over the years as I've gotten older. When we were younger, we almost always used to do Christmas Eve at my parents' house. And then we'd wake up in the morning and like wake my parents up at five in the morning and or earlier, they'd let us and go open all of our presents from Santa. And as we started to get older, that tradition went more the wayside. But I have a brother that's seven years younger than me. So my older brother and I knew that we didn't do Christmas the same way, but we didn't want to ruin the magic for our younger brother. Mm -hmm. So we would pretend, and when he got old enough that he figured it all out too, we literally convinced him to keep pretending that he believed in Santa because we were afraid we wouldn't get presents anymore if he didn't. If you don't believe, you don't receive. That's the rule. Exactly. So once once he got way too old for us to pull that one off, we kind of switched our traditions up. And now that younger brother that no longer is a kid is almost 30 and a doctor. So like <laughs> now he definitely is not going to pull off believing in Santa. But he does, however... You're never too old to believe. You're never too old. Uh, but because of his crazy schedule, we always end up doing Christmas at, like, random, like, the weekend before, the weekend after, whenever mm-hmm. we can fit it in. And our new Christmas tradition has become opening our presents after we eat, whatever day that is. And yeah. then we go out and see a movie. I like that. So nice. we actually, we do our Christmas movie. Sometimes we actually get to do that on Christmas Day, depending on if it falls on a weekend. But yeah. usually, like, this weekend, we're celebrating it this weekend. So There you go. But those are, that's become our new Christmas tradition is open presents whenever we feel like it and go see a movie. That's just always, it's always good to take things at your own time, mm-hmm. honestly. All right, all right. Yeah, ours, we, um, when, I, well, when I was little, I don't, it's not that I blocked out my childhood, it's just I don't remember a lot of it. I don't think it's intentional. You're getting old. I Well, there's that too. Mine is the first thing to go. And yeah, we, I know we would go and see like my dad's side and my mom's side on separate days and then we would have Christmas like at our house you know just it was I mean my sister is 14 years older than me so it was a little different because I mean by the time by the time I was 11 I had a nephew so we had another little one coming in just as I was getting too old to believe and everything so it was just kind of kind of keeps it going yeah kind of kept it going and um yeah my sister my sister moved out when I was younger and got married and so it was just me and my parents for the most part for a lot of it but my sister would come over usually Christmas day at some point and we'd do presents and stuff we usually always did like New Year's Day with my dad's family 
we would go and that would be our Christmas. Um, that would be like the Christmas celebration with them. And then we do my mom's side at some point or another within, within the first couple of days. And then kids get older and you just stop giving a shit and you yep. just, yeah, like just the, the traditions go by the wayside. When the, the aunts and uncles start passing away. And grandmas and grandpas. Grandmas and grandpas yeah. start passing away. And if the kids don't keep those traditions going, it's just like, okay, maybe we'll see you. Yeah. You know, maybe we won't. Okay, Happy New Year, whatever. And that's that's kind of what ended up happening. So now it's turned into, but that's that hasn't happened yet for my husband's side. So my husband's side is we, we go to, usually we do his uh, mom's side is the 20, like the, the Saturday before. And his dad's side is usually sometime around um, New Year's. They're kind of the lax ones. They're the ones that are like, eh, we'll get together eventually. And oh, if you can make it, you can make it. If not, if not. And actually, we started doing, started doing them their stuff at uh, restaurants just to make it easier on so no one has to host, which is nice. Yeah. And then Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, uh, for the longest time, it was it's at our house. My husband and I usually host. And sometimes we host, sometimes we don't. Sometimes things get changed, and that's okay. But um, it's not a sore subject at it's all. It's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little bit. It's a little, little tiny. It's bit. fresh. It's a fresh wound. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually we would have either my husband's immediate family, because he has two siblings, and then his parents, and then all their the siblings' spouses and their kids would all come over to our house either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And then the day after, so usually it was Christmas Eve that his family would come over and then my family would come over Christmas Day and we'd just eat the leftovers because my family's chill and laid back and just, you know, it'd just be my parents and my sister and her kids um, and her her boyfriend or whoever, you know, at that time. Lately it's her boyfriend, obviously. Um, but yeah, so it's... It's always just been laid back. We just like reheat everything that didn't get eaten. That's how we did our Thanksgiving this year. My yeah. my mom did a normal Thanksgiving for the fa the family and like family friends that live near her. Mm -hmm. And then because of my brother's doctor schedule, we all just met in Toledo where he lives, and she just brought the leftovers and we heated yeah. them up. That was our Thanksgiving. Yeah, nice. I get it. It's just it's. I mean, not that not that my in laws aren't aren't laid back. They are very laid back, all things considered. It's just. My family is the ones that are like, eh, don't go to any trouble. We'll just eat leftovers. We'll just eat cold ham. We don't care, you know? Well, my my father-in-law nice. really likes to host. Yeah. And it's got to be on Christmas Day. So mm -hmm. we just know we will always be going there on Christmas Day, and we have to kind of plan everything else around that. And yeah. thankfully, my parents are flexible, so that well, can see, happen. Well, see, but that's, that's good that it's like a, it's a set thing, though, too. Because for years, the, the way that it ended up, I was – became the host for Christmas was once because I me and my husband we were the first one of his siblings to get married to really and to really be serious and um his siblings are all younger he's the oldest not but they're not younger by a whole lot but not young, like us to Carly yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> they're all within two years so his sister's two years younger than he is his brother's two years younger than his sister so at most, there's a four-year gap. Yeah. It was, it used to be, there used to be a lot more, a lot more gatherings. There was, like, for his family, there would be, like, five Yeah, There would be his mom's side, then his dad's side, then his parents would have a friend's party that we would all go to. Then we'd have the immediate family stuff. Wow, yeah. And it was a lot to juggle. And it was, it was so much juggle, especially for me. And I'm not used to all that. <laughs> I used to you're tell like, them, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. Yeah, I used to tell them, like, your family is so family. And it's great. It's really great to have those kind of traditions, to have that going on. But for someone who's not used to it, it's just, it's culture shock. Yeah. It really is. Once his siblings started getting significant others, and they started having to schedule stuff around them, too, it became a big old headache. And literally one night we, we went to, this was like right after Thanksgiving one year. It's like right after me and my husband got married. And we went to Red Robin and we were like, okay, we got to talk about Christmas. 
and it was back and forth. It was, it was my sister-in-law was, her husband was saying, or at the time her boyfriend was saying, well, we have to be at my family's for this and this and this. And my brother-in-law is, well, we have to do this and this and this. And I finally said, you know what? Christmas Eve, our house. Be there or don't. I don't care. I'm <laughs> no, done. that's and great. I, yeah, and I was like, we, from then on, I was like, every year, that's how we're doing it because I'm not having this conversation every single year. Well, that's how my parents did it back when I, like, we did it at Christmas Eve at our house, mm-hmm. and it was literally my mom's side and my dad's side. And because my grandparents lived in a town near us, down in Dayton, Ohio, everyone, like aunts and uncles that lived out of town and cousins, they'd all fly into yeah. Dayton. And ever like, we just had these huge Christmases at our house. Mm-hmm. And now we can, like, barely get ten people to show up. Yeah. So it's just, like, and we can't even do it on Christmas. And it's just, yeah. it's, just it's funny how things change. But what about you, Carly? Um, before my parents got divorced, we would get our tree, um, like, right when me and my sibling got out of school. And then my dad's mom always had a Christmas party on Christmas Eve. Like that was, we go to Mama's house on Christmas Eve. That was how it worked. Um, and my dad has seven siblings and they all have kids. So there were a lot of us there. Um, but since she has passed, we haven't done anything really like that. Then my other grandma, my mom's mom would just have it like on the 26th. She was like, I don't want to interfere with anybody else's plans. Just come the day after Christmas. It's easier. So we would do that. And I always really liked that. And uh, my mom did when we were kids my mom didn't like milk so she used to tell us that santa liked rum that's amazing cookies and rum yep and carrots you know (laughs) yeah so i'll probably keep that with my kids (laughs) yeah that's pretty i mean we did christmas is a big deal and me and my husband are still trying to figure out all the in-law traditions and stuff like that like how we don't have like a set tradition right now um, and actually both my parents aren't going to be here for this Christmas. And that's really weird for me because Christmas is a big deal for us. But my husband wants to do something personal for just me and him this year. So I think maybe we'll start that tradition on Christmas Day. We just have me and him. Oh, that'll be nice. That's How long have you guys been married? Um, we got married uh, in February. It'll be three years. Okay. I was, well, I was 28 27, 28 when I got married. And you just got married this past I just got married. Summer, but Len so. and I actually, we dated back in college, like 16 years ago now. Oh, okay. We're just way too young and kind of went our separate ways, but stayed friends and then reconnected about five years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And and he had yeah, already sure. had one marriage, so he was a little skittish the second time around. And it took a while for me to convince him. But yeah. I win. <laughs> and now he wins because he has me. Exactly. Exactly. So anything else about your Christmases that you want to share? Um, You know, there was one story that I really like. We had, I think it was the year my parents got divorced. So it was the first year dad wasn't in the house with us. And my mom's best friend came over and our angel had broken that went on the top of the tree. And my sibling and I were really upset and like crying. And so my mom's best friend went outside and she broke some sticks and made us a star to put on top of the tree. And I still have that. It's one of my favorites. It's like sentimental. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. But she never, she never thought that you'd still have it. No, she was like, you still have that? I just made it. (laughs) She was probably like, ah, this is a fixer for now. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so nice to keep it. Holding on to it. I love that. Yep. Pretty fantastic. Just in case you guys did not get to listen to the episode where we did Carly's sorting hat story. Yes. Um, do you want to just tell a little bit about you, Carly? Sure. Like, I'm a Hufflepuff, and um, I'm married to a Ravenclaw. I, what is my wand? My wand is Ashwood. They changed it, so it only shows me what my wand wood is. You have to be on a computer, if I think. If you go on a computer, on, like, desktop. Oh, okay. And they got rid of, I can't find the Hermione quiz anymore. They don't have it, well, they haven't uploaded yet. I bet when you have to pay Wizarding Gold, or whatever the crap that is, stupid shit, but, you know. <laughs> you know what they say, if, if if the WB has to make a choice between what is right and what is profitable, that's an easy call. Right? <laughs> Katie's so wise. I still right? know something, I'm not gonna lie. Well, we're gonna let her keep stealing things, <laughs> and she is gonna move on and I'm share with take us. take it away. Take it away. Take it away. That's me. That's you. We were discussing our different traditions. And in the UK, I like to throw in some in in my family dinners and stuff like that. Some different traditions that I found in 
in England because I'm a weirdo, like, Anglophile. And... She could have just stopped at weirdo. Oh, rude. However, not untrue. <laughs> I can't, meant that in a very loving way. Can't argue it, I guess. I'm a weirdo. You're a control freak. This is this is how we work. And it's okay. Carly, what does that make you? I'm a control freak, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's Carly? Carly's the Hufflepuff. No. <laughs> that I am. So let's just keep rolling. Let's keep on rolling right into the Christmas traditions. Some things that we do in America are are things that stem from British traditions. Makes but they're sense. Not, Their yeah. history's a little bit older than Ex- ours. Right? A little bit. A little bit. You know, Europe is where the history comes from. <laughs> and, like, for, for example, kids do letters to Santa here, as always. So, yeah, but kids do, kids do letters to Santa in England as well. But they don't mail them. They put them in the fireplace. They burn them. The flu network. Yes. Oh my gosh. They burn their letters in the fireplace. So the, uh, theoretically, if we're not going with the flu network, the ashes fly up into the, in, up the chimney and Father Christmas can read the smoke. And that's how he gets little British letters. I love it. With accents and everything. Saves a lot of postage. Right? <laughs> it really does. Have you guys seen that meme? um about I think I shared it on our page actually but it's it's the one where um they're talking about I think it was a friend's one but they were talking about how Santa uses the fireplace like a flu network to yeah and that's how he's able to deliver all the presents yeah I love it yeah that's what that just made me think of that's great and that's kind of that's essentially almost what this is really too it's it's yeah they throw they throw the the letters in the fireplace the ashes fly up the chimney and and father Christmas which they don't I mean they have Santa, but they call him Father Christmas more often in the UK. Like in the Narnia books, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, as you know, they say they say Happy Christmas. Happy instead Christmas. Of, instead of Merry Christmas. I had several kindergartners tell me Happy Christmas yesterday. Oh, it was that. pretty adorable. <laughs> it's like, Happy Christmas to you guys, too. I, I think it's because, like, they said Merry Christmas to me, and I said Happy Holidays back because I like to be inclusive. I'm like, thank yeah. you. Happy Holidays, guys. And then one kid goes, Happy Christmas. And I was just oh, like, oh. Uh-huh. For the longest time, I had told my husband we weren't going to have kids unless I could have British ones. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like... Yeah, how exactly do you propose I do that? And I'm like, well, we moved to England for, like, their first five years of life. Or make them watch Dougie. Then they're good. My my daughter watches a lot of British cartoons. <laughs> Peppa Pig. We actually keep her away from Peppa Pig because Peppa Pig's kind of a bitch. I mean, that's 100% true. See? <laughs> I have she not seen it. Peppa Pig, so... Peppa Pig's a little bit of a bitch. She hangs up on her sheep friend. She, she hangs up on her friends, and she's, like, rude. She, like, comes home, and she's like, Daddy, build me a castle! And I'm like, oh, fuck if I want my kids saying that. We do Dougie, and then and then there's that dog one. That was Bluey. He's Australian, though. Back to the Christmas traditions. Anyway, <laughs> I just really wanted to throw in that I really wanted a kid with a British accent. Another um, similar but different tradition is stockings. Uh, British children, they also put out stockings, but they put theirs at the end of the bed. And a lot of times their presents are at the end of the bed too, instead of under the tree. Like they have trees as well, but a lot of times the, the kids' presents are under the trees and their stockings are at the end of the yeah, bed. Yeah, that's how it was in the Harry Potter books. Like mm-hmm. they'd wake up on Christmas morning or their birthday and they'd find the pile of presents yeah. at the foot of their bed. So Yeah, it was only the movie that they had it under the tree. That's the only time that they really like changed yeah. it. Because in the books they were all... Every, Presents were always at the end of the bed. Yeah, they were. And, uh, yeah, so they had stockings. And they, that's, again, we have stockings, but we put them up on. We uh, put them on the chimney, usually. On the mantle, yeah, on the mantle place mm-hmm. or whatever. Or if you don't have a mantle. We never had a mantle. We've had them on, like, the stair rail before. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have stairs or a mantle at my house growing up, so we used to put them on the coat rack. <laughs> That'd <laughs> be the cutest coat well. rack, though. That works. It worked just as well. I mean, it was... It's where you put your stockings. Made sense. But yeah, one of my favorite um, British traditions, though, and I I do when we do uh, Christmas dinner at my house, um, is the Christmas crackers. I don't know if you guys... Christmas crackers. Those are so cool. Right? Oh, they're my favorite thing. I always get them from, uh, like, World Market. Target has a bunch of them right now. Except... Target has, like, there's a several different Harry Potter-themed ones, and then mm-hmm. they have a few other themes that go along with them. But it looks to me like, uh, on the front of the box, it says, um, surprise present inside the cracker, yeah. and then on the back of the box, it tells you that they're socks. Yeah. So, so not like, really a surprise. It's not really a surprise. Ah. But 
they're all like they're surprised what the socks look like yeah there you go i just thought that was really kind of funny that i was like surprise prize because that's my thing and then i was just like and then you ruined it (laughs) by telling now i don't want to buy these that's not true i really wanted to buy them i do remember having to look up what crackers were yeah when i was a kid because i didn't know i was like a christmas cracker like they're breaking a cracker yeah I didn't, like, do they, how do other things appear? I'm confused. Yeah. yeah, as a kid, I didn't know either. I was like, I, I you know, we're American. We're thinking, like, Ritz. Right. Or, you know, some saltines. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> I personally like the club crackers. They're nice yeah. and buttery. I'm a fan of the clubs, yeah. But no, the um, the Christmas crackers are always so fun. And I started doing them a couple of years ago at Christmas uh, with my in-laws. And the live mice got out of control. Yeah, they just did. It's just a thing. But it was funny because one, because like one of the, like the second year I think I did them, we had two little kids running around. And so I had to make sure to buy crackers that had like bigger things inside of them. Cause most of them come with like little tiny games or puzzles right. or something like that. And I was like, Oh, I got to find something the kids can't choke on. Like socks. Yeah. Like socks. But one year I actually found these awesome crackers that each one had a wind up penguin toy and it came with like a little racetrack so each person got a different colored penguin toy and you, you could like you could race wind them up and race them yeah. that is amazing. you could wind them and race them so we spent half Cute. the night doing that just winding up penguins and racing them on this little paper track that is fantastic and those, yeah and those are my favorite crackers but they come with the crown so it's it's so fun because like everyone's wearing these these stupid crepe paper crowns and but it's just like it's it's just it's just a fun time, and we kind of, at, at my uh, in-laws gathering, we kind of see who can keep theirs on the longest, because <laughs> usually our heads are too big and we rip them right away, right. but, you know, but yeah, crackers are my favorite part, honestly. Uh, it's my favorite. Little... That's a, Yeah, that's a fun tradition to bring over. Yeah, and because you don't see them super often, you know, like, it's not something that every family does here. Yeah, you know, obviously in England they do it all the time, but not here. No, yeah. So yeah, so and the crown itself is is a tradition, right? In England, just the having the um, uh, tissue paper. That's the word, not crepe. Because I said crepe paper earlier. It's Very similar paper. textures. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of times they'll make their own crowns. They'll like fold the tissue paper and just cut the crown part on the end and then unfold it. And hey, there's a crown. But in the crackers that I get, usually it comes with the crown, and a lot of crackers do. They'll have the crown inside of them. Another thing is they do, they, they'll do a midday dinner, which that's kind of like how we do Thanksgiving too, is a lot of families will do like. I call it grazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, what time's Thanksgiving dinner? And it's like, oh, two. Like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> You're going to eat at two, but we're going to have these appetizers out for you. And then after yeah. dinner is desserts. And then we put out more snacks. Exactly. So it's just. And then at the, the end of the night, we all just start digging yeah. into the leftovers. Right. <laughs> Exactly. That's kind of the nice thing about about when you have to do more than one place at Christmas, too, is because you you'll do that grazing and yeah. you'll do and you'll go from like one house and and one house will be doing dinner at one o'clock in the afternoon, and then you spend four hours there and at five o'clock your aunt is doing dessert, and then in the evening your friends are having <sighs> drinks and leftovers and it's awesome, you know. <laughs> And by bedtime, you're sleepy and full. Yeah. And they usually do, Brits, from what I understand, they usually do, like, a, like a, um, they'll do a turkey or a duck um, or a roast. And... Or a turducken? A turducken. I don't think they do a whole lot of turduckens. <laughs> that is a very American maybe, thing, I maybe think. Maybe some tofurkey. Ugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry if you actually like tofu. I, yeah. I like it in certain things, but I could never just, like, eat it. Not a fan. Another friend of mine is vegetarian, and she, I, God love her. I love her. She tries to get me to try new things, and I'm just like, no, I will try anything. I will try anything. I will not. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to like it. I'm not that picky, but yeah. there are definite things that I... The one thing that I will absolutely refuse to eat at this point in my life is water chestnuts, but that's a whole other story. Okay. But yeah, they'll have... They'll have um, Roasted vegetables and a roasted duck or turkey or um, a ro- pot roast, you know, beef roast, which that just sounds delicious with some Yorkshire You're pudding. You're making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have the trifle. 
<gasps> trifle. I, and I'm hope I, I hope I'm saying this correctly, but it's uh, wasail or wasal, and it's it literally means good health or to be healthy, and it's basically mold meat, mold wine. It's like hot mold wine. See, it's that one up there. Wasail, wasail, wasail. I have. We're not sure if you live in the UK and wasail. you happen to be listening to this wasail. and want to correct our pronunciation. Please help us learn. Yes, we're always willing to learn. And I could have done this the simple way and just gone on Google Translate and, and or gone on Dictionary.com and looked it up. But that would mean planning ahead. Exactly, and I don't do that. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. That's what I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's essentially a hot cider. Originally, like they went, they families would go door to door with it, and they'd all like sing carols and things like that, and share in the mold wine. Well, I remember being. At an age, I mean, we were all elementary age, and mm-hmm. my mom had her, like, friends that once a month they play cards with. Mm-hmm. They actually still do that, but it just worked out really well because they had a lot of kids that were all the same age as us, so we'd all, like, they'd throw parties, and the, the kids would all get to have their own party, and we yeah. had a pretty cool, like, playroom that was That's our fun. entertainment, and then the, the parents did adult things, but I remember when we do holiday parties, gosh, I... This is stuff that's, like, coming back to me. Yeah. It's so weird. I hadn't thought about this till you were talking about the Christmas caroling. But there were legit times where we would go door to door and sing Christmas carols. Yeah. I feel like you'd get shot if you tried to do that now. I, yeah. I remember doing it in high school as because uh, we were doing a Christmas carol for a drama club one year. We did door to door Oh, that's um, cute. Caroling. That's a yeah. cute idea. And maybe only, like, three people opened their door to us. <laughs> did you ever go caroling, Carly? I did a show with some little girls, and we did Madeline's Christmas, and so we took them to our outdoor mall here and just went caroling with them around there. It was fun. It counts. It does. We'll count it. I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah, then uh, another another tradition in England is the Queen's Christmas message. There's Everyone gathers around to watch ah. that, and that started... Um, the tradition of sending out a Christmas message to the public began in 1932 with George V. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth's father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's up. But yeah, she, um, current day, the Queen gives a speech on Christmas Day at 3 p.m. in England. Uh, you gather around the telly with your loved ones and watch it. And they actually, they'll show it on BBC America, too, here in the States. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can watch oh, it here. Fun. Um, obviously tea is a big deal in England. They, they have their evening tea around six. Evening tea. Yeah. And that's, like, that's also what we're talking about when you go to different houses. So it's in one house you have dinner, the next house you have dessert, next house you have have tea. tea. (laughs) The Um, last house you have rum. Yes, and and that's the best house. And that's where you stay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That house is called home. Yes, it is. And then, do you guys, do you guys know, you guys know Boxing Day, right? That's a, that's actually a British thing. Um, I know Carly mentioned it. As well, when we were all talking about doing this episode. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, because I didn't understand what it was. <laughs> I've heard the phrase, but yeah, well now that's I mean, about it's all starting, I got. It's starting to catch on here, but it's mainly it's mainly like it's it's kind of their day after Thanksgiving. It's it's the day after Christmas. There's a whole bunch of sales. Everybody has the day off. It's a bank holiday usually, and it's just yeah, it's a lot of it's similar to Black Friday here. Oh. Um, I read once somewhere that. They called it Boxing Day because that's when you're getting rid of all the boxes that everything came in. I call that Tuesday after I went shopping Sunday morning on Amazon. (laughs) Exactly. Then some people said that it was called Boxing Day because that's when you take all the boxes to go and exchange for what you really want. It's an exchange day, really. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically it's a big it's a big sale day, and really, who is America to not have a sale going on at any given time so of course they're starting to bring this in and you'll see you'll see some boxing some stores have boxing day sales out here too day after christmas um because heaven forbid they go all the stores were closed for christmas so they didn't make any money those days they got to make them more make more money the next day and unfortunately we don't get it off here that's i do but you're a teacher. Yep. You cheat. And I'm a stay-at-home mom. I cheat, too. And then also, another thing, um, the last thing I'll bring up about traditions, though, is at the end of everything, um, Brits say that you should have your tree and decorations all down 
within the 12 days of Christmas, so the 12 days after Christmas. And um, that's supposed to bring you good luck by, huh. by taking all your stuff down essentially before the January 5th-ish. Huh. Um, yeah, it's supposed to... Do I have really good luck then? Because we have cats and can't even put decorations up. <laughs> we haven't even looked at our tree yet, so I'm, I'm counting that as good luck. But yeah, it's... it's I, I, for the longest time, I would keep the tree up as long as I possibly could because I just want, I just wanted a tree. Mm. There's nothing that makes me happier than tree lights, like, My in a dark room. grandparents <laughs> legit kept their tree decorated do they and do would just round? move it up to the attic. Oh, geez. And the fully decorated tree would just be in the corner of their attic behind other stuff, and then when it was Christmas time, they would go get it and bring it back down fully decorated. That's awesome, though. <laughs> That's really awesome. Makes it easy. Right? That is the way to do it. Usually I would like put off putting it up, but then I just really like, there's something that I just really, really enjoy about the lights of a, on a Christmas tree in a dark room. Like if you're oh, just laying yeah. on the couch. When you're driving by houses and you can see yeah. them through the windows. Yeah. I do. I do really appreciate that. Yeah. There's something very calming about that to me. And a lot of times with Christmas, I feel like, I like the idea of Christmas more than I like Christmas itself because I always, I'm like, I like Christmas, but then once you get to Christmas, it's like, uh, I don't, don't want to go anywhere. I don't wanna, <laughs> it's I don't, cold and, well, yeah. it's probably not cold where you are, well, is I it, Car Carly? Carly's all Southern and whatnot. Uh, it's cold for Georgia right now, but it's definitely not uh, Ohio. It's raining and 42 degrees. Oh, that is that's, cold. That is kind of cold. That's not that much better than here. It was 70 yesterday, so. Really? See, yeah, all right. You, you what was it yesterday? 70. 70. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I tend to like the idea of Christmas more than Christmas. So once, once the tree's actually up, I just want to keep it up all the time. So I'm not good at this whole taking it down within the 12 days. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I like to make things for people for Christmas, and I have barely had time to do that. Yeah. I've been working on the Harry Potter scarves that we're doing for our future store. Mm -hmm. And I've been working on a scarf for my brother's girlfriend. And I was working on a quilt for a coworker that she's buying from me out of her daughter's t-shirts. Mm -hmm. And then of course, working on stuff for this podcast. And like all of a sudden I'm like, Christmas is in a week and yeah. I've done nothing. Like normally I make chocolates. Like I'm still going to have to make Buckeyes, but yeah, I made, I don't I know zero. when, but any other, so yeah, that's, that's any other UK traditions. That, I mean, there are plenty there everywhere that are noteworthy, different traditions. Um, those are the main ones that I found. Cool. Um, the noteworthy, the noteworthy <laughs> traditions. Like we said before, if you do live in UK and you're listening to this, please jump on our Facebook page or our Twitter or something and yeah, if we're tell wrong, us if we're wrong, correct us by please. all means. But we love constructive criticism. We also, um, like, share your traditions with us. Like, yeah. let us know what are things that you do that we haven't talked about in here. So Yeah. And, you know, not even if you're from the UK. Anywhere you're from. Yeah, anywhere. Even if you're here, right here in Ohio with us. Yeah. Down in Georgia with Carly. Let us know. So get on our Facebook page. Tell us about your family traditions. We'll put up a post for that so you guys yeah. can know where to go share it. Yeah, for sure. We just want, you know, share some pictures if you got it, you know. Oh, yeah, Christmas pictures. Christmas. We love to see your pictures. Mm-hmm. We also wanted to touch base a little bit with um, some of the traditions they do at Hogwarts because yeah. they may be similar to UK, They're but pretty similar. But um, but yeah. then there's the magical element as well. Exactly. <laughs> I actually found um, I found an article on the Harry Potter lexicon because that tends to be my go-to because I just I love the le the lexicon is what. I started like that was the first site that I found where I could just if I had a question about Harry Potter that's where I went and it was the first site like it and you know because Carly I don't think was born yet and yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was well, where were you born what year were you born Carly 1992 oh good lord good lord okay so you were 10 yeah. you were 10 when I was on this website and I was a I mean, grown-ass adult. She's not that much younger than my brother, who was the one who got me into Harry Potter. So yeah. she's... She just... She got to grow up with Harry Potter. And that's not fair. I want this. Girl, <laughs> you ain't grown up. That's true. <laughs> that is fact. 
Um, so anyway, so I found the uh, uh, Christmas at Hogwarts on uh, the Harry Potter lexicon. You guys can look this up if you'd like. We'll share the link. To read, yeah. Basically, I'm just going to read the whole thing now. Um, <laughs> so you don't have to. Look at that. Unless, Unless you, want. you want to. Sure. Hey, you know what? I'll, uh, bring it up on your computer now. We can read along together. There we go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it says, uh, for those who stay at Hogwarts for Christmas, for the Christmas holidays, enchantment and extravagance await. Harry has fond memories of spending Christmas at Hogwarts since he never had any fun with the Dursleys, because they're bags of assholes. Sorry, that was me adding that. That wasn't on here. That'd be weird. When he and Hermione visit Godric's Hollow, the carols coming from the church remind him of Peeves bellowing rude versions of carols from inside suits of armor. Oh my god, I wish we could have seen that. Right? <laughs> of the Great Hall's twelve Christmas trees, of Dumbledore wearing a bonnet he had won in a cracker, and of Ron in a hand-knitted sweater. How much do I want a Weasley sweater, by the way? Oh my god. 100%. All of the much. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Professor McGonagall takes a list of students who wish to stay for the Christmas holidays during the second week of December. Their presents are piled at the foot of their beds for them to find when they wake up Christmas morning. Twelve large decorated fir trees, mistletoe and holly, are among the decorations that Hagrid and the professors help put up in the Great Hall for the Christmas holidays. Snow falls from the ceiling of the Great Hall, but unlike real snow, this snow is dry and warm. Boy, wouldn't that be nice here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we woke up today to a to a, a nice thin blanket of snow. Yes, there was just a death sting. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but mm. I'm okay with snow until after New Year's. After New Year's, if it's still snowing, fuck you. <laughs> I'm okay with snow if I get a snow day for it. Yeah, you have another reason to like snow. Snow just, I'm in the house no matter what, I'm lazy. But, but yeah, I, I like snow before Christmas. It makes me happy before Christmas, but after Christmas, fuck it. At this rate, though, we haven't been getting it really until after Christmas. Yeah, I know, which is what sucks, stupid global warming. Stop making our planet suffer. I want white Christmas. It's clearly making Katie suffer. It is rude. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, <laughs> just keep rolling. She's getting oh, good at getting herself back on track now. I am, I'm trying. I took my riddle in. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> anyway, around the castle... Suits of armor are also enchanted to sing carols. I don't know about you guys, but that would kind of scare the shit out of me. <laughs> that would be interesting to see as well. Like, is it just random? Do they just like randomly like and, and whose voice? What whose voice? And is it all the same carol? That's probably <laughs> well. If if Dumbledore's conducting it, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> same words, different like, tune. It's like one is one suit of armor singing explain... the twelve days of Christmas, and the next one is singing like. Rocking around the Christmas tree or something. <laughs> but that would explain why Peeves likes to get inside them and sing rude lyrics. He's True. probably just trying to make it look like True. it's a malfunctioning suit of armor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that. I, I headcanon accepted. Let's see. The Christmas feast features roast turkey, potatoes, chipolatas. 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 Yeah. What are chipolatas? I don't know. Well, what good are either of you then? <laughs> All right. Katie keeps talking while one of us looks this okay, up, and whoever so gets it first gets the prize. In addition to chipolatas, there are peas, gravy, cranberry sauce. I'm still talking. Sausage. Oh, Carly wins. I literally have it up on my phone, but Carly just interrupts. The sausage blurter. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Yikes. Interrupting Hufflepuffs is what? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, okay, so it's, uh, so chipolatas are sausage. It's a relatively thin and short sausage. That's sad. Ah. Poor sausage. Poor it has chipolatas. an inferior complex. <laughs> the Napoleon of sausages. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. We just went a whole new, <laughs> yeah. a whole new way with, you know. <laughs> Anyways. In let's... addition, in addition to chipolatas, I just like saying it now. Um, there's peas, gravy, cranberry sauce, and flaming Christmas puddings. Puddings. Which, puddings. <laughs> which, actually, that is, that is something I forgot to mention for the, for the UK. That's, um... Desserts. In the desserts, the, the Christmas pudding is like a, uh, rum-soaked or an alcohol-soaked raisin fruitcake type deal. Do they set it on fire? They then? do. They set it on fire, and they... Such, I, I mean, I, I have to agree with anything that sets shit on fire, because that's just fun. I love creme brulee. Set, set all the shit on fire, is what I say. 
But um, creme brulee is my favorite dessert. Yes, probably. right. However, I have to say, fruitcake just sounds disgusting. But if it's boozy, why not? Um, but yeah, so there's so there's flaming Christmas pudding at Hogwarts as well. The staff may also enjoy wine with their meal. Teach has gone wild. <laughs> yeah, professor's getting fucked up. <laughs> There we go. Uh, let's see, wizarding crackers as we... Already discussed, we but these discussed, are quite magical. These are, these are wizarding crackers. They explode loudly, and they contain nicer favors than their mobile counterparts, such as proper hats and bonnets, as we know Dumbledore, Dumbledore received. Like, what, did Harry get a set of wizarding chests? Yeah, wizard chess sets, live mice. Live mice. That's, I'm not okay with that. Mrs. Norris's dinner? Yeah, I guess. Or as the movie says right now, Filch's cat. Yes, Filch's cat. Yeah, let's we see. just did. We just recorded that episode. It'll be coming out. I think it comes out right after this. So let's see. Harry does not spend Christmas at Hogwarts during his fifth, sixth, or what would have been his seventh year, obviously. Uh, in fifth year, he intends to go to the borough, but spends Christmas at Grimmauld Place and in Saint Mungo's visiting Arthur as he healed from Nagini's attack. In sixth year, Harry spends Christmas at the borough with the Weasleys, Fleur, and Renus. And since Harry did not return to Hogwarts for a seventh year, he and Hermione spend Christmas Eve in Godric's Hollow, while Ron spends Christmas with Bill and Fleur at Shell Cottage, being a dick. Yeah, no, the biggest one. <laughs> spotted dick. There we go. Yeah, spotted dick. Some spotted dick for Christmas. Um, but yeah, so that's that's just some stuff from just Hogwarts. Just some stuff from Hogwarts. And we'll end so up fun. We'll end up talking more about those as we get to those parts of each book as this continues mm. on. So just a little yeah. overview for our Christmas episode. Yes. And now we want to move on to the Potterhead gift wish list. Yes. Which we're going to start this off by sharing our favorite or ideal Potterhead gift. I've mentioned this before in one of the episodes. Is Last year my brother got me the Harry Potter wand TV remote. And after I programmed it, which was surprisingly quite easy. Mm-hmm. But I can actually, like, I, it come from an upright position. I flick it down to turn it the TV on or off. Um, I can rotate it to the right to increase volume, to the left to lower volume. I can <laughs> flick it to the either side to like scroll through things. And then if I want to select something, I just jab forward with it. And the very first time that I turned the TV on, I legit screamed. Like, and then I, start, I started crying too. I'm like, I did magic. Oh my God. And um, it was honestly like the best gift that I've ever received. And my brother told me, he texted me yesterday and we were just like, trying to figure out what gifts we're getting for people in the family. And he told me that he had his eye on a bunch of Harry Potter stuff for me. <laughs> and I was just like, that's good. That's always good. Like, I'll take all the Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> Give me all the Harry Potter stuff. Trying to keep it cool and I'm failing miserably. But he told me that he's outdone himself. Oh, Lord. He doesn't think I'm going to cry this time, but he's outdone himself. And yeah. I'm really excited. We're, we're totally going to need the update on Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's, yes, mood, current mood. <laughs> uh, mine is, I, you know, I honestly, if if we're talking like my ideal Harry Potter gift, it would be like tickets to go see Cursed Child. Yep. Yeah. If we're talking something ideal or, or tickets to go to Orlando and see the Wizarding World, because I've never been there. You've never been to the Wizarding World? No, I never went to the Wizarding World. I'm taking I, you to Wizarding World next summer. <laughs> when I went to, my, my very first Harry Potter convention that I went to was in Florida, and it was at, um, I was at a ho- one of the Disney hotels, um, but it was before Wizarding World was a thing. Was that a thing, yeah. It was a 2000. The three, so this was before it was even in the works, and so it was never like when they. It's so funny when they announced that there was going to be a Harry Potter theme park. I think I, I think we all thought it was like a joke. It was like what? Do you <laughs> like think? too good to be true. Yeah, like what do you mean there's going to be a theme a Harry Potter theme park? And then things were coming out, and I was like, oh my god, that sounds amazing. And right after it opened, there was a convention, there was another convention in uh, Florida. And a bunch of my uh, friends from ISPOL, uh, they did get to go to this. I wasn't able to, it was very sad for me. But they actually had, there was a thing where they got to go in to the park after hours. And it was only for convention goers. Oh my god, sounds amazing. (laughs) I'm so jealous. And, right? Yeah, I've got a couple of friends who got to do that. And I was like, oh, mm. you suck. 
And it just sounded so amazing to be there, like, nobody else there, no crowds, no, aside from the crowd that you're in, you know, right. the, the convention people. But, oh, how amazing that must have been. Um, but I was so jealous. But, yeah, so that that's, honestly, if we're talking, like, ideal gift. That, yeah, that's, that's what I said. That's Favorite mine. slash ideal. Is, yeah. I mean, if, like, it's something, it would be a trip. Essentially, it would be a, a Harry Potter based trip. Well, so be I love you, England. and I'm working on it. So. I know. <laughs> but yeah, but take me take me back to England because it's going not. I know you're not working on that part. No, <laughs> no, I'm working. I'm working on the Harry Potter world part. Yes, because I need to get back. Also, yes, <laughs> got to get back to Hogwarts, man. Mm-hmm. Got to get back to school. Um, but yeah, Carly, what about you? Um, I think mine would be probably something like a trip to Edinburgh to go visit where she wrote the books. But a feasibly attainable gift at the moment, um, I found a cute purse on Box Lunch that's a Deathly Hollows purse, and it has the Elder Wand at the top. So it's like what you put your arm through. Super cute. Asked for it for Christmas. Hopefully I get it. And then last year I asked for the duvet cover from PB Teen, because I'm a child. But I got it, and it's super nice. I'm currently sitting in my bed on it, because it doesn't ever get off my bed. Can you angle your computer to it? (gasps) Oh, that is cute. Yeah. My mom was like, I would never have thought to buy that if I saw it in the store, but it's great, and it looks good. And I was like, it's Harry Potter. And she was like, what? (laughs) Carly is going to take a picture of her bedspread. I will. And share it on our Facebook page, because it's adorable. I love all the all the the pottery barn. I want all of that stuff. Yes, yeah. everything. All the things. Yeah. <laughs> we just bought um, baking stuff, so we've got like aprons and oven mitts and yeah, like and some other stuff. We, but we got me Gryffindor and her Slytherin because we did a trivia night. I think you saw us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We did a trivia night a couple Sundays ago and mm-hmm. ended up winning because yeah, it's us. It's us. It's it's <laughs> we have a problem. Yeah. And a solution, but <laughs> but uh, I've, got, I've got a fever, and the only cure is more Potter trivia. Yes, one hundred percent. The prize was a hundred dollars. Yeah. So we used that to buy us some some Harry Potter swag because we're hoping that we can deck ourselves out in our house stuff and yeah. look like super cute when we start doing our cooking show. Yeah. Yes. We have we have the first episode plotted. Plot. It's, yeah. Yeah, but that's going to have to be an after the holidays thing. So. Yeah. Which is, you know, I think people will be have more time to watch it then yeah. anyway. And we'll definitely have more time just in general. Yeah. But yeah, so was there anything else? I totally got off topic. No, you're good. Ideal slash favorite. I should go back to Universal soon. The last time I went was for my bachelorette trip, and it was amazing. And I just want to go back. Yeah. But maybe you'll just have to come join us. Yeah. I will. You can stop by, pick me up, and we'll just go. <laughs> Let's just go. We're trying to figure out if the husbands are coming or if we're going to leave them at home. We, yeah. we have, I think we're going to have to decide that when it gets closer to the time. But Yeah. But even if they come, we can still, we'll ditch them for a while. Yeah. <laughs> when we first started talking about doing this episode, I posted up on some of the Harry Potter fan pages that I was on of mm-hmm. other, to get ideas from other people of what would be your ideal Harry Potter gift. Mm-hmm. And so I, I put together a list you of got the some really good responses. Yeah, I got some yeah. great responses. Yeah, this is great. But um, I, so I had to add the TV remote wand because yeah, number one, that's been like the coolest thing I've ever received, and I <laughs> other people did say they wanted it, so it was legit a response. It's mm-hmm. not just me being like everybody should have my gift. I mean, <laughs> it's okay because it's a very cool gift. Yeah, there's the twentieth uh, anniversary Harry Potter books. That yes. are out that look amazing. Like I can't because even though the, I'm, the house colored they have ones. the house colored yeah. ones and you can get the full set in your house colors. But even though I'm Gryffindor, I want all of them. It's four sets of Harry Potter books successive. What? What do you mean? Wait, what do you <laughs> mean it? by that? Hold on. <laughs> Hang on. Never. See, Carly's with me here. <laughs> well, my other thought was maybe just doing like one of each house and then bookending it in the Gryffindor ones. Like have Gryffindor in the middle, the other two houses, and then a Gryffindor right. on either end. That's one way to, to display. Go. That was my thought, but I um, just want them all. I know. The, oh, Carly, they're so Carly, you gorgeous. Should, you should know. I do have like I do have like five full sets of the books in my house. She has a two room. Of, she has two, a room. Yeah, two of I them have, not even opened. Still in plastic. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> she has a room. I have a closet. I think I shared a picture of yeah. it with you, but it's um, my dad built us. It's not really a closet. It's a, a shelf, but it's 
our basement door. My dad built it to be a bookshelf. So I have that and then other stuff just shoved in a closet. Yeah, I when we got, when my husband and I got our house, one of my only requirements was that I wanted a, a, a library. <laughs> I wanted a room for all my books. And it's pretty much Harry Potter. I need that. My yeah. child has basically taken it over, so it's filled with toys, but the bookshelves are all Well, just we me, legit, so. like, the way that our house is set up, you walk in the front door and you're facing... The basement stairs off to the left, or the, that's, I'm sorry, the stairs to go upstairs off to the left, but they go upstairs and then you turn right and you go around a corner and continue mm-hmm. upstairs. So the basement steps just go down to the left and you don't, like it's, there's no turn to the basement yeah. stairs. So it gives us a little, not really a cupboard because there's no door to it, but we legit have this loft underneath our stairs that if you're walking down the basement stairs, there's a loft. Mm-hmm. And I so bad just want to put like a rope ladder up and just turn that into my little reading nook. There but Len go. keeps storing things in there and I rude. can't. Rude. Len is rude. Right. <laughs> anyway, a lot of people pointed out the Harry Potter Lego sets. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. Oh, they're amazing. The biggest one is the Hogwarts Castle. Yeah. And I want to say it's like $399. Yeah. But it's like a thousand pieces It's or huge. Something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But it, it's so detailed too. It mm-hmm. looks incredible. Um, but I didn't have a two-year-old running around, right? I'd be all about it. But they also have, like, the Great Hall, the Night Bus, Quidditch mm-hmm. Match, Diagon Alley, which I think has its own really big expensive version as well, and you yeah. can have more to it. And then Hagrid's Hut. So there's just a bunch of different Lego sets that you can buy, and I feel like if I had the space. Yeah, right? Um, another thing that got a ton of mentions was the Harry Potter Pandora collection. Yeah. The charm bracelets and... I went and looked at the site and they've got like a whole bunch of different little charms you can get. Like they've got Harry and little Hogwarts Express train and uh-huh. a Dobby and a I Hermione. Would, I like the Dobby. <laughs> a Ravenclaw, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, and Gryffindor. There's also a little Hogwarts and a little Golden Snitch. And then you can get like a little Silver Snitch bangle to put it on. Okay. Um, but the bangle, the Golden Snitch, Hogwarts, Gryffindor, and Harry Potter are all back ordered so it's obviously been very popular yeah of course and from the first time that i looked at the list to put this outline together to the second time harry potter ended up on the back order list so Uh, more things are probably back ordered now they're all going to be sold out by the time this episode comes out yeah and then a bunch of people also suggested the harry potter games which i'm all about because i actually have all of these that were listed and they're fantastic the best one the battle game is amazing hogwarts battle I made Katie play that, <laughs> and um, I'm not I'm not one for tabletop games, but it was once I got the hang of it. Yeah, it was a lot it's of fun. really fun. It's a it's a deck builder. Yeah, you're um, playing with so, the right people. Yeah, you're using um, you start off with some cards, and you you play your turn, and you use those cards to earn influence and try and buy more cards, and but the whole time you're also battling um, like Death Eaters or other things because it's it's like seven games in one because they've got one for each book. So it's awesome. And then they had the expansion pack, which is the monster box of monsters. And that is so hard. (laughs) But it's nice because it's a co-op game. Those are the only games my husband and I play. We've discovered the the secret to a successful marriage and a happy marriage is co-op games and separate bathrooms. (laughs) So we like to play games where we're on the same team. And this is a great one for that, especially if you're a Harry Potter lover. He actually bought that one for me. And until my brother got me the remote, that was probably my favorite yeah. present. Another one that he just bought for me is Death Eaters Rising. And it's... That's the new one, right? It's the newest yeah. one that's out. And it is super challenging, but still a lot of fun. And I'm, I've only played it a few times. Like, I've got Hogwarts Battle practically memorized at this point. Yeah. Death Eaters Rising, we've only played it a few times and it keeps kicking our ass. So we're going to have to tackle that one again more but uh it's still really fun to play and you get all of the the Harry Potter fix from it the fantastic beasts perilous pursuit is kind of like a combination of yahtzee okay and harry potter but it's not like you don't roll number dice you roll symbols Oh, okay. And um, the oh. different thing, but you get to play the different Fantastic Beast characters, and then you and you're trying to capture beasts okay. before they escape. And you roll certain dice to do it. Like some of the dice will help you distract them. Some of them will help you capture them, and some of them will help protect you from oh. them if they're dangerous beasts and misunderstood beasts. 
Yeah. <laughs> but um, seriously, misunderstood. Yes, but they're really it's a it's a really fun game too. They also have the uh, the uh, Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit. Oh yeah, they, and they've got like a Harry Potter Monopoly out yeah. now, and you got the classic Harry Potter scene. It. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just all sorts of fun things out there. Yeah, lots of good yeah. games. Did anybody have anything else they wanted to add, Katie Carly? I'm feeling um, so left out with the K's. <laughs> um, no, my, my thing was just, I would like the uh, Trivial Pursuit, the, the Ultimate Edition with yeah. the, like, the full board. and the, the only thing I found out, though, from what I understand, that's it's only movie questions. It's not book questions. I don't know why they wouldn't make it canon. Because of rights. It was a it's a copyright thing. It's weird. I had to look on the Amazon page, like the frequently asked questions part, because well, okay. I wanted to know. Maybe that's why you shouldn't change things so much, so that the questions from the movie to the book aren't I... different. This would be Warner Brothers' fault. Yes, it is. Anywho, you, anything you wanted to add, Carly? Um, I don't think so. Those are all really cool, though. I'm gonna have to tell my husband about those games. Yeah, just copy paste the list over to him. Oh yeah. The Pandora thing, I gotta say, there was a, a Saturday Night Live sketch about Pandora bracelets, how they're kind of like, and the, the Harry Potter ones are not, because they're freaking awesome, but basically like, Pandora is just like, oh, you got me a charm with a coffee cup, because I like coffee, and I got you a motorcycle. That's nice. Okay, that's fair. Like, it's basically like... Like, get her the gift that you can build on for years and not actually have to put thought into your gifts. Obviously, the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter ones would be awesome for a Harry Potter game, right. but I wouldn't want, like... Well, my my friends one time, they got me a charm bracelet for my mm. birthday. And it was really neat. Like, I loved it. Yeah. But the coolest thing about it to me was that every charm that they gave me, like, they picked it out because it reminded... Reminded them of them, you. Re them of me. Yeah. But when I looked at the charms they picked, I could tell who picked which one because um, it also spoke to them in some way. Oh, that's nice. There was like five of them that went in together and yeah. picked it out. And I was just like, So that's fun. As a, and as a one-time gift, I totally, I'm super down with that. I would just, I just think it's funny, like, if, a, if you get a woman a Pandora bracelet, then it's it's almost like you don't have to think for the next 20 years. You just get her, <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't matter if it's, but if it's a one-off that you really put thought into, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was you know? nice. That's great. I still have it. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, but that was a birthday gift. So speaking of birthdays, mm -hmm. let's turn it on over to the Just About Birthday Girl. Woohoo! Okay, so since it is almost my birthday, I did want to talk about birthdays at Hogwarts and different things that they do. Um, and I realized while I was taking notes that the only official birthday that we see out of the trio at Hogwarts is Ron when he turns 17. So they literally don't talk about anybody else's birthday, even though Hermione's birthday would happen while they're in school. Um, and Ron's birthday have, has obviously happened several times throughout the books, obviously. But we see in Half-Blood Prince when Ron comes of age, the only thing that happens for them to celebrate is he wakes up in the morning and there's presents at the end of his bed. And he gets keeper's gloves from Harry and a fancy watch from his mom and dad. And he's like, blimey, I think I'll come of age next year, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But I thought it was funny because that's when him and Hermione aren't talking. I thought it was funny because Hermione didn't get him anything for his 17th birthday. But I, in this book, I actually just got to this chapter, but he says they canceled the trip to Hogsmeade. And he was like, oh, I was looking forward to going because it's my birthday. Um, and I thought that would be something fun that they could do is go and meet their families in Hogsmeade. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it would be great if they could just meet their families in Hogsmeade and spend the day with them shopping and eating and mm -hmm. when your birthday is in a random time. Yeah, so like Hermione's parents could come and hang out with her or, you know, whatever. But they don't really talk about it. And I realized that quickly. I love that idea, actually, because I, I always thought it was kind of strange, especially when you're looking at like the holidays and they can act to stay for Christmas and stuff like that, like... We always think of Christmas as even, and even the Weasley twins say that, that Christmas is a time for family. Like they tell Percy he's not allowed to sit with the prefix. He has to sit with them. Like get your sweater on and come sit with us, damn it. They obviously do think that Christmas is a time for family. So the idea of staying behind and not being with your family for Christmas, like always kind of struck me 
as odd. Like Yeah. Yeah. But in the Weasley's case though, there's 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 so many of them. Yeah. There's so many of them. But um, still they can still hold on to some things like that. But way. it's it's still interesting to think that they're gone. These these kids are gone. Yeah. The whole time, and, and then they are not even going to see their families over the holidays. Mm-hmm. That I love the idea of having the families come and stay in Hogsmeade and just visiting with them. Because, you know, yeah. like, the Weasleys came during the Triwizard Tournament and visited with Harry and got yeah. to have meals with them. Yeah. And they they never mentioned things like that, but maybe the, there's, like, a parents' weekend I was just going to say, like, maybe there is, like a, parents, like, a parents' deal that they can do. They do talk about how they hadn't been back in the fourth one. Uh, Mrs. Weasley says it's nice to be back here or something like that like she hasn't been back since she graduated which is strange that's a good point I feel like you would go yeah well we've also never gotten to go so that could be part of it but yeah I think the only reason that Ron's birthday probably got mentioned was because of how much it played into the plot at that point yeah Mm -hmm. exactly why else would he have thought that box of chocolates for him if it hadn't have been his birthday yeah like other than that they literally never mention hermione's birthday Mm -hmm. and with harry's falling during the summer yeah they do once her when hermione buys crookshanks she says her birthday's in a couple of weeks so her parents gave her some money to buy pet but that's it they don't talk about it while she's at school which is weird and then Harry's like, I never get birthday cards. And I was like, do your friends get birthday cards? <laughs> like, they don't ever talk about it. Right, yeah. they really don't. So Interesting. No. So birthdays seem very, um, except, you know, Harry's birthday when he comes of age is such a big deal. They bring out the snitch cake and, you know, there's a bunch of people there. But, like, Molly is extra. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. And Harry has never had a birthday party. Yeah. She she had to go in and make a big deal out of this because no one else was going to. Yeah. <laughs> they get to go home for the weekends. Like, go home for your birthday weekend. No, I'm adding that in as a Potter pondering as well. Let's get or more people in on that discussion. You know, for the birthday weekend or if there's, like, a long weekend for holiday, you know, for... Three-day weekends. Yeah, three-day weekends. <laughs> I mean, they did say that they have, like, an Easter break type thing, Yeah, too. there's an Easter break, but they don't seem to really go Hermione went... She was going to go on the ski trip or something, oh, right? That's right? Or was that winter? And she changed her mind and didn't go instead. Because Mr. Weasley got attacked. Was that over Christmas? That was, Christmas. That was over Christmas. Yeah. It was Christmas, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she didn't much like skiing anyway. Yeah, that was a Christmas one. Um, a lot of people think that Hermione uh, obliviated her parents at that point because she never goes home really after that. Oh, I never really thought about that. Ooh, interesting theory that she actually obliviated them sooner rather than later. Because she knew what was going to happen. We're going to have three Potter Ponderings because I want us to discuss that as well. Yeah. So um, speaking of Potter Ponderings, let's go ahead and toss in the one up there about um, if Hermione actually obliviated her parents way earlier than the seventh book slash movie um, as one. And then what was the other one we said? Did they get weekends did you ever get to go home for weekends just for the heck of it because you missed your parents (laughs) miss your parents yeah do parents ever come to hogsmeade and visit especially you know what i'm i'm wondering too especially like muggle parents like do they ever get to go to hogwarts they never get to see where their kids like go to school that's kind of upsetting i feel like they'd have to show them because or else like no you're insane you're telling me that my kid is (laughs) maybe they have orientation days in the summer yeah i want to know i want to know and then our official potter pondering that we did plan on asking yeah what is your ideal potterhead christmas gift yes so we want to know that from you as well yeah quite a few things to ponder on this time we are going to let Miss Carly do our trivia question here. So the Christmas-related trivia question is, what did the Dursleys send Harry for Christmas in Sorcerer's Stone? If you know the answer, head to our Facebook page at JKR Podcast and find the post. Comment under the post with the answer and the code word Bobbles. Code word. <laughs> the prize for the first one who responds with the correct answer and the code word will get a Bitch is a Witch, Muffucker's a Wizard, or Just Keep Rolling sticker. And another way to get a sticker is to rate and review us. If you're Apple, you can do it through the Apple Podcast or iTunes app. If you don't have Apple, then as a recommendation on our Facebook page. If you email us at justkeeprolling at gmail.com to let us know you did, we will get back to you to figure out which sticker you want. And where to send it, of course. 
and where to send it because I can't just magic it to you, unfortunately. Um, and don't forget to find us and follow us on Facebook at JKR Podcast and Twitter and Instagram at Just Keep Rolling. We are going to continue creating more Potterheads a History episodes, and you can become a patron to gain access to those future episodes along with other perks. If you would like to support us as a patron for these extra perks, you can go to patreon.com slash justkeeprolling. Any support you can give, as always, is incredibly appreciated. Yes, very much so. That is part of the reason why Carly is here, because our patrons will have the opportunity to be a guest on here, uh, depending on which tier you sign up for. But Carly being our very first patron, yes. we just really wanted the chance to kind of get to meet her for real. As much as, as talking to a yeah. video screen is real, but <laughs> you know, now I feel like we're at least in the same room as her, and that's kind of cool. So, but we really hope for the opportunity to connect with more listeners this way. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And while we're right here, I did not put this on our outline, but I do want to mention we were trying to think of names that we could call you guys. Ah. <laughs> and um, our our thought as of right now is the keepers. Yes. Ooh, me likes. Because you just keep rolling and because you've got keepers in Quidditch and yes. because if you guys are listening to us, then we love you and we want to keep you. Yes. So you are our keepers. You're a keeper. <laughs> so. He's a keeper. <laughs> so that was, I just wanted to throw that out there while we were here. So yes. And that if we can make that a thing, let us know what you think. And in the meantime... Join us for the next episode. It's going to be coming out this Friday, and we're going to talk about Chapter 9, The Midnight Duel, and the corresponding movie scenes. Carly just typed on our paper that it says, Keepers, Keepers it is. is. <laughs> I like that. Love it. All right. So. Thanks for listening. We hope you hear us again. I'm Katie. I'm Ellen. Until the next time, just, just keep, keep rolling. rolling.